Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. And I cannot believe that the day this episode goes live will be November 2nd. It will be November of 2021 already. And that's just astonishing to me in so many ways. Um, But I'm happy to be back with you with another episode. This is going to be a solo episode. And it was inspired by... um, something that I never, ever would have imagined uh, would inspire me to do a podcast episode, but it did. So let's get to it. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So I did something a few days ago because I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So it was just two days ago. I did something that I don't normally do anymore. I was raised Catholic and up until I was about 30, my early thirties, I guess, um, I went to a lot of different churches, different denominations, looking, seeking for something. Uh, I quickly realized, or I eventually realized is probably a better way to say it, that I was looking for something outside of me. And that's why I continued searching and seeking when what I was looking for was really inside of me. And that's a big part of why I don't go to any particular church anymore, because that doesn't resonate with me anymore. But um, I am grateful for the foundation that I had growing up. Um, But again, at this point in my life, I just really don't resonate with organized religion. If you do, that is fine. My philosophy on, gosh, I think probably everything is whatever works for you, do that. I don't care if it's related to health, uh, religion and spirituality, finances, um, you name it, you know, love, relationships, you name it. If it works for you, great. Um, I will never force anyone to do or believe the things that I do and believe in, um, And I will not put up with anyone trying to force me to do or believe in anything that they believe in or want me to do because we're all sovereign beings and God created us this way. Whatever your, whatever your belief in God is, that's how we are created. And so I will get off of that soapbox right now because I don't want to go down that path and get off on a crazy tangent with that. But suffice it to say that I have a very deep belief in God, spirit, the divine, whatever you want to call it. And again, if you do do go to church, I think that's great if that works for you. But here's what happened a few weeks ago. 
you know, about three weeks ago now, my oldest grandson, who is 14, asked me if I would go to church with him this past weekend. It was important to him. And so, of course, I went. Um, and I was really pleasantly surprised at the experience. So the pastor gave a sermon that really spoke to me in a way that I didn't anticipate. In fact, it inspired me so much that during the service, I pulled out my phone. I wasn't trying to be rude and I was not checking social media, but I pulled out my phone, opened up my notes app and started jotting down some notes because so much of what he was talking about made me think of all of you. Women who are healing from trauma and especially loss, whether it's the loss of a marriage or a parent or a spouse, or I know most of you, it's a child. Um, And so I pulled out my phone and I started taking notes because I wanted to remember some of the things that he shared. You know, I just had some points written down because I didn't have a journal or anything with me. Um, But when I went to record this today and I opened up my notes app, There was only one line on my notes app. Everything else was gone. And I sat here for a while trying to figure out what to do. And I tried everything I could to get to find these notes. They're gone. They're just gone. Um, I don't know what happened. I think it was God's spirit's way, my higher self's way of telling me that this needs to come from my heart and my higher self. I do remember a few of the things. I also then, um, I don't know, something must have told me that something would happen with the notes app because I then did email a couple of thoughts to myself. And so I did have those, but there were only like three things on there. And this notes app probably had, I don't know, seven or eight things. So anyway, um, it's gone. So I am going to riff off of what I remember from his message, but again, make it my own. And so we'll see what comes through. Um, I do give credit to the pastor for the inspiration. And of course, my belief is that all messages, whether they come from a priest, a pastor, or, you know, someone on the internet, me, um, all of the inspiration comes from God, the divine source, our higher selves, whatever you choose to call it. So the one line that is in my notes app says, reaching or forgetting. And what struck me about this was how many of us, when we've experienced, especially the loss of a child, but also a spouse or any other great loss, we are holding on so tightly to what was. And of course, that's understandable. We don't want to let go of what was because what was is before our pain and our trauma. Um, But here's the thing. When we're holding on to the past so tightly, It's impossible to reach for the beauty that's still possible in life. And, you know, as I say that, I think about my friend, Sean Blackley. She was a guest back in, mm, I think it was episode six or seven or eight. It was early, early on. So it was, I, I remember it was July of 2020 because we did the interview maybe a week or two before she got married. And her name was Sean Alderton. When we did that interview, her son Garrett had left this life in January of 2019. So about 18 months before he left about, if I remember correctly, I think five days after my son, Greg left. 
So Sean is a really beautiful example of someone who is reaching for life. Because as I say, a couple of weeks after we did her interview, after we recorded her interview, she got married. 18 months after Garrett left this life, she got married. And what's so beautiful about this is that she had Garrett with her on her special day, not in the way she would have chosen, obviously, but she still made sure that he was there in every way that she could. So I also talked about this in another context a few episodes ago when I talked about my recent move and how emotional and nostalgic it was for me. But now that I'm moved and settled, and as I record this, I'm probably maybe about five or six weeks past my move. You know, I realized that I had been staying in my previous home because it was the last home of mine that Greg would ever spend any time in, in this physical life. But if you listened to that episode, I talked about the many signs that he has sent me, letting me know that without a doubt, he's here with me. So I was holding on to something which was keeping me from reaching what was possible for me. And if you've checked my, um, I think I posted it, <laughs> excuse me, only on Instagram, um, but I posted some pictures of, I think I called it the like magical fairyland that I live in now. And the amazing orbs and beams of light, unlike anything I mean, I never saw anything like that in Atlanta when I was living in Atlanta, but now that I'm living more out in the country, it's like this magical fairyland that was waiting for me, but I was holding on to what was because I was afraid to let go because I felt like a part of Greg was there, but he's let me know in so many ways that he's right here with me. And so the beauty is that I didn't leave him behind. He's right here with me and he continues to help me reach for whatever's next. So the question that I would invite you to ask yourself is, are you reaching or are you, are you stuck? Oh, and that's part of what, the, so this is coming back to me now as I'm talking, that was part of what the message was about on Sunday. It was about being stuck. And, you know, I will say that very often I speak with bereaved moms who are stuck in the past, which, again, is totally understandable. There's no judgment in that. But here's the thing. We cannot change the past because God knows if we could, we would. But what we can do is we can reach for the future. We can reach for God. You can reach for your child in spirit. You can reach for a sense of peace, of of surrender to where you currently are in life and where you want to go. Reach toward creating a new relationship with your child or other loved one in spirit. You know, one thing that I did put in the email that I sent to myself was um, the word goal, because the pastor asked us to consider our goal in life. Now, I stopped using the word goal many years ago, right after I left my marriage in 2008. So we're coming up on what, 14 years ago now? That's crazy. Um, but instead of goal, I now use either intention or vision. Use whatever word feels right for you. What, but what is that in, at this point in your life? It breaks my heart to work with moms who are basically just going through the motions of life. You must be moving toward something, reaching, as the pastor said, toward a goal, a vision, an intention. This does not remain static. It shifts and evolves over time as your life changes, as you grow and shift and evolve. But it's your guiding light or your North Star, if you will. You know, 
the pastor also talked about something about loving like there's a prize at the end, a prize at the end of our life. So what's the prize? Well, the prize, according to this pastor, is Jesus. And remember, this was a Christian church, so feel free to insert any other word or figure or whatever in place of Jesus. But he said the prize is when you leave this life that you hear Jesus say, well done, well done. And I had chills when he said that because as I said on a previous episode, and I don't remember which one, but early on in my grief journey after Greg left this life, I wrote in my journal that when I take my last breath and I see his beautiful face again, that he looks at me and he says, wow, mom, look at you. Look at what you did with your life, how you helped others after I left and you were so shattered and in so much pain. Look what you still did. And that's part of my why now. I also do it to be a role model to my son and my grandchildren. I do it to help others on their grief and healing journeys. I do it to to fulfill whatever my soul chose to experience in this life so that I don't have to come back and repeat some of these things. Honestly, I have a very deep knowing, and this just came to me about a year ago, sometime within the past year or so, but I have this deep knowing. It goes, you know, we talk about beliefs, and I don't want to go too much on a tangent about this, but your beliefs can change over time, but deeper than a belief is a knowing, and I have this deep knowing that this will be my last incarnation on this planet if I fulfill my purpose here this time. So that's what we're supposed to be reaching for, whether it's Jesus or Buddha or God or your child or another loved one in spirit, looking at you when you cross over and saying, well done, look what you did. In spite of the pain, in spite of the trauma, in spite of being shattered, in spite of the grief, in spite of the heartache, in spite of the anguish, in spite of the anger and the fear and the guilt and the shame and all the things, look what you did. Look what you did with your life. That's what I want Greg to say to me. That's what I want my mom and dad to say to me and all my ancestors and God, Jesus, whoever else is there, my angels, my guardian angels, my spirit guides, all the people on my spiritual team that help me create the agreement and the plan for this life. I want all of them to look at me and say, well done, you did it. And look what you did when tragedy shattered your life out of freaking nowhere on a sunny Sunday, the first Sunday of a brand new year. Look what you did. So I want to leave you with a question that the pastor asked me again, this thank goodness was in my email, but he asked this at the end of this sermon. And so I would invite you to journal on this question. If you don't do that, if you don't reach, if you don't fulfill your purpose in this life, What is it costing you? What is the price you are paying? You know, when I'm on my free discovery calls with women, they often ask me how I'm able to to live the life that, that I live since Greg left this life. And here's what I tell them. You know, it's a choice. I make the choice every single day to get up, to show up, and to reach. Because to do so any less, to do any less than that, costs me my peace of mind. It costs me precious time with the people that I love in the fullest way possible. It costs me not living the purpose my soul came here to live and experience. It costs me the moments of joy that I treasure and cherish now. 
So I'd really love to hear your thoughts and to know what reaching is costing you. So journal about it and then go to my Instagram page or my Facebook um, podcast page, Grief with Grace podcast and share on, I'll create a post about this episode and share in the comments or send me a private message on social media or send me an email at info at lorilatimer.com. And I'm not going to tell you any more details this week, but a week from now, I will be sharing with you something special that I'm going to offer um, for Black Friday um, this year to help you if you're looking for assistance in finding what your soul came here to specialize in, what you were, you know, call it your purpose, call it your soul specialization, call it your your guiding light, your North Star, whatever you want to call it. Um, I will be offering something special to assist you in determining that, in in uh, revealing that to you. All right. So I think that is all for this episode. This is probably a shorter episode, but that's okay. Um, yeah. I don't know about the the notes app thing. Still bothers me, but um, you know it'll be crazy to me, even crazier to me, if when I finish this episode, um, if the thing pops up with all the notes. But even if it does, I'm not going to go back and redo this because, again, I feel that this was my higher self telling me that this needed to come from my heart. Again, that sermon was my inspiration, but the message in it was mine. So I hope, I really hope you found this valuable and insightful. Oh, I do want to um, invite you to do something different. And I hope I, I didn't write this down. So I hope I say this the right way. But if you will take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and then post it on your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories, if we're friends on Facebook, um, if not, it won't work, but you can do it on Instagram, tag me. I'll put my Instagram handle in the show notes, but it's at Lori underscore Latimer. Um, and tell me what you're taking away your biggest aha from this episode. I'm going to start doing something with that. Um, probably the first of the year because we're too close to the end of the year. And so anyway, um, I want to start asking people to share that way. I have basically stopped using iTunes because, because for some reason, iTunes just does not populate on my phone anymore. So I'm listening to podcasts that I listen to on Spotify. And I think Apple is the only one that allows you to leave ratings and reviews. So um, instead of that, if you will take a screenshot of the episode. And again, post it to your stories on Instagram or, um, or you can probably post it on my Facebook, Facebook podcast page. So if you will do that, that would be wonderful. Um, and until next week, I am sending you all so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of grief with grace. Please be sure to like our grief with grace podcast, Facebook page, and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.